I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. Spirit Diaries. My name is Bray Bones and I am here today with Robert. Hello. And we are sharing his haunted house story. And lately it's been picking up. So if you haven't heard the story, this is exclusive to season three of the podcast. And as usual, I just want to say thank you so much for all of you who have been listening. I do want to share that this last episode we had that week was the best week our podcast has ever had. So every week it gets better and better and we have more and more listeners. And I am just so grateful to share all of this paranormal stuff with you and I really hope you all are enjoying it too. So I think it's time for us to jump back in to the story of what's going on in Robert's house between poltergeist activity and different spirits. Okay so we just left off with the dining room chairs moving around. Yes and the whisper in your ear. Yeah that was very <gasps> creepy. <gasps> So around this time, um, I was getting older and kind of going through puberty and, and getting a little bit more confidence in myself, strong man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically at this time, I was starting to get more confrontational with the experiences that I was having. So one night, my brother and sister weren't there again. This tends to be the habit my brother and sister weren't there my dad was asleep in his room yeah i was watching tv late at night and suddenly my door got a really hard bang on it and the way my bed was set up was i could see my door from where i was laying at all times and when the bang happened on the door i actually saw the door flex inwards a little bit like it was hit really hard oh my god yeah, so being a little bit more confrontational, a little more used to it, like I jumped out of bed very angry right? Yeah. <laughs> and ran over to the door and opened it really fast and just went, what? Like to nothing. There was so nothing there. did you instantly, as soon as it happened, did you know it was a spirit or did you think that there was a very small possibility that your dad was screwing around with you? I 100% knew it was not my dad because my dad had been in bed for a few hours and I had gone back out into the hallway to go to the bathroom and he was still completely out. Right. Okay. House was so the silent. house has been quiet for a really yeah. long time. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, we had, you could basically hear when someone was walking around. So I didn't hear any footsteps up to it. I didn't hear anything besides the bang. Yeah. And so when I jumped up, I ripped open the door. I mean, I didn't know what I was going to see, but I didn't think it was going to be my dad. Right. So when I ripped it open, I just said, what? Really loud. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing there. So I just held the door open for a second. And then I closed it and went back to bed and started watching TV again. Oh my gosh. I guess that's just so regular at this point that 
you're just completely over it. Right. And nothing else happened that night at all. Like, it was dead silent. I didn't hear, like, anything in the house. No talking, no nothing. It was just kind of, like, quiet after that. That's crazy. (laughs) And I don't know if it was just because whatever was there wasn't expecting that reaction or... It was just like, uh, okay, fine, we'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of things, we, as we know, and I think a lot of our listeners probably know if they're familiar with the paranormal and, you know, more and more experiments are happening with it, is that fear definitely plays some sort of a factor into it. And I think this is where a lot of times, like, skeptics don't have as many experiences because right. if you don't believe something exists, you're not going to be afraid so they sort of have this like fearless nature right and i think at this point you're kind of exhibiting that i'm not afraid of you and depending on if fear feeds their energy especially you know bad spirits right um i don't know maybe that can be a factor to where it's just like if it's not going to get what it needs or what it was trying to go for out of that why even bother right and before i even brought that up and told my dad after that happened uh, he mentioned he ended up mentioning it to me like a day or two later that his door had been hit really hard and almost the same not the same night but it happened to him a few nights after mine and i didn't tell him about it because i was like there's just if you list off everything (laughs) i mean it would go forever of things that happened and he ended up telling me that hey he's like last night did you like come bang on my door and i was like no i what reason would i have to come wake you up yeah. i was like or bang on your door and he just like said okay like left it alone so at that point you kind of feel like oh man it happened to him too exactly so at that point i just left it alone okay this happened Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's annoying. I just, I don't want it to happen, less, less me being afraid of it. So things started happening around the house, less to me and more to my dad's girlfriend, Jessica, at the time. Okay, so she's the one who also has experienced paranormal activity in her home. Yes. She had this strange furniture. So at this point in time, just help me clarify the timeline here. So she's not moved in. She's just visiting, right? Yes, she never lived with us. Okay. She only came over and hung out with my dad and then she would end up going back home or she spent the night she would go back okay home so she's day. not a permanent resident and then um so in terms of the furniture her furniture that you guys had that you felt like was causing stuff did you still have this at this point or did you guys already get that out of the house because you realized it had the bad energy because i know we talked about eventually you figured out it what a lot of the strangeness came with the furniture so was this while the furniture was there or after? We still had the furniture, I believe, until my dad and Jessica broke up. Okay. After they broke up, I'm pretty sure my dad was like, okay, let's just clear this out. Right. So, okay. So we still have the weirdness of the furniture energy. We have right. the weirdness of the energy in your house. And now we're introducing Jessica, who may very well have some strange attachments with her from her house and right. what she's experienced. Right. So what's been going on with her? So she would come over and hang out at night um, after work with my dad 
And then most of the time she would leave in the morning to go back to her house or she would leave late at night and go back to her house, depending if it was like a weekend or a weekday and she right. had to work the next day. Sure. So she was hanging out one night with my dad and I was there as well. And they were just playing cards at the kitchen table like they would do on and off just when TV got boring. Yeah. So they were playing cards and suddenly her hair, which was a little above waist length for her, Mm -hmm. she always wore it down, stood up to the side of her head. And it almost looked like someone just grabbed like a handful from the bottom of her hair and just like held it up. And then it stayed there for a good three or four seconds and then dropped. And it looked like it was dropped because, like, you know where your hair, like, flutters down slowly, like the different strands come back to the normal spot? That's what happened. She was very freaked out. My dad was just frozen staring at her. Were you there? Were you present for this? Yes, I was in the kitchen and my dad and Jessica were in the dining room at the table. Oh my gosh. And it was just one of those moments to where... We were all very confused and just kind of like dumbfounded. And Jessica was panicked. She was wide-eyed and went ghost white. And my dad was just very confused and was like, okay, it's time for us to go take a break and go sit on the front porch outside or something. And that, I don't think she ended up staying the night that night. I think she went back home. (laughs) Which I don't blame her. (gasps) That was the full extent of that night though. Nothing else happened. And as far as I know, little things like that would happen to her often in our house. So she didn't like to stay in our house too much. Yeah. She would come over on weekends, but she didn't super like coming over and staying super late at night. Of course. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's just, it's weird that the activity is getting more and more, like, physical so it started i feel like with noises and then moving stuff but now it's banging on doors and now it's physically touching people right like it's just getting i I feel like it's getting more and more and more comfortable like how far can i go i'm in the room with you now i'm talking to you now i'm moving things now i'm touching you and right so gosh oh my goodness it was very strange and my dad at this time was also still kind of into his Let's see what's happening. Why is this happening? I want to know more. Right, investigative. Yes. And he ended up, within a few nights of that, putting in a digital recorder. Oh, God. In our hallway. Oh, no. (laughs) Which 
our hallway leads to the bathroom, my little sister's room, and then my room that I share with my brother. Yeah, your hallway is basically the central zone of where all this activity is happening around. Yes. And there was a little end table in the middle of the hallway because there was a little alcove, so an end table sat there. Yeah. And so he sat the digital recorder on the end table and then just let it play overnight. Well, let it record overnight, sorry. Right. And the next day, he was going through the recordings. And for most of the night, it was pretty dead. (laughs) Getting into late night, early morning hours, he started getting like weird voices and sounds. And then at one point, the clearest part of the recording, he got a lady screaming like she was being like murdered or like scared for her life just screaming it was like blood curdling scream and this is a time when we would have all been asleep right Uh, my dad hit it at a very specific time in the night so that he would know exactly like around what hour it was hitting and that hit around 2 or 3 a.m somewhere in there so do i have to ask do you guys still have the evp it was on a laptop that my dad had that ended up getting a corrupt hard drive so the evp is unfortunately gone no yeah, and in that same EVP, within a few minutes of the lady scream, there was also a really guttural, deep, like animalistic growl. Oh my god! That almost sounded like a really big dog, or like slightly demonic, something or something dark. like that. Something yeah, it was something dark. dark for sure. And it was very like guttural and low, Ugh. and just like it was very prolonged. It, the growl went for like seven eight seconds before it stopped and i know you said you had dogs but you've already told us that they lived outside yes so there was no animals at all in the house none not at all that's so creepy yeah yeah and after hearing that he decided that he wasn't going to do any more digital recordings or evps or didn't want to hear anything ever again because he's like at this point i don't know if i can walk through my own house in the dark <laughs> so is that where the investigator the investigation stopped uh, that's one of the things that led him to stopping he didn't want to record anymore after that yeah and i i mean i i'm kind of on the same boat of don't ever investigate your own house because one i i don't think you really want to know and second i just I don't know. I think it creates weird energy if you start, you know, hunting in your house or investigating your house. I definitely don't recommend it. Of course, if you're trying to get to the bottom of something and you're having, you know, a team come out or you're doing it for a very specific reason, I don't see a problem with that at all. Right. But it's just not something I would do. I would would never do a recording in our house. And I I would... Never, ever. I know we ran the SLS in here once to test it out, which I was not comfortable with. Right. And it, it did map a figure after, you know, several minutes right. of nothing in our entire house because I was like, oh, look, it works. There's absolutely nothing, which is what it should be. And then it maps something sitting on the couch where I'm sitting right now. Right. And, you know, that's disturbing. I still think about that all the time, especially because my mediumship, I did not see anything in the room which is scary that a machine can potentially see something and i didn't so i just i don't know i'm i'm team don't investigate your house not your own house for sure 
Like, don't do it in a space that you want to feel comfortable in. <laughs> but, like, investigating your dad's house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so have to wait till he's not home. <laughs> yeah. He's very adamant to this day about no investigating, no mm-hmm. any type of experiments. Mm-hmm. We have a key, so. That's very true. <laughs> I know where the key is. <laughs> no, no, don't do anything without, you know, the owner's permission, so... So at this point, little odds and ends things are still happening to me, but I'm kind of validating them with other people in my house. So nobody feels crazy at this point. You're all on the same page that the house is haunted and we're just going to deal with it. Yes. It was one of those things where we just kind of chose to ignore most of it, not acknowledge it, kind of let it be. And... A lot of those experiences started happening at the same time. So we were all just kind of look at each other and be like, okay, ignore it type of thing. Prepared. So in the same time in the night? Yeah. So things started happening to us. And the only time we ever really acknowledged them when we were all together was when it was something like different that had never happened before. Mm -hmm. Like in one instance, I had just gotten out of the shower It was late at night. I went to my room to change. My dad and Jessica were like out on the front porch hanging out. Yeah. And when I went into my room to get dressed, my room started to smell like really thick cigar smoke. Ooh. And it was super thick to the point where I almost would assume that someone was smoking a cigar in my room moments ago. Right, and nobody smoked in your house. No, no one smoked in my house Especially nobody smoked cigars. Not at all, no. And there's a very distinct smell between cigar and cigarette. Yes. So knowing the smell of cigars, I was confused, and I actually went out after I got dressed onto the front porch, and I told my dad, I was like, hey, come here. Come see if you smell this. And he came into my room... And he's like, it smells like cigars. And then Jessica came in with him and she's like, oh yeah, it does smell like cigars. And we were standing there and I was, I just decided to say, hey, like, go ahead and leave. (laughs) I don't want you in my room. If you're here, if this is you that I'm smelling and detecting, time to go. Yeah. And within seconds, the cigar smell was gone from my room. Oh, wow. I walked down to the hallway. The cigar smell was there now. What? And then it was gone in a few seconds. And we kind of followed it around the house. It got to the living room and then dissipated altogether. It was gone. We checked the kitchen. We checked the dining room. And there was no cigar smell in any of those rooms. Weird. So it walked out of your room down the hallway and got kind of towards the front door. Yes, into the living room. I don't know if it left after that point or just dissipated in the living room, but it was gone. We all were kind of confused and it was a new experience for us because smell wasn't really one of the experiences that we had yeah so now we have got smell you guys have seen things Mm -hmm. you guys have heard things Mm -hmm. you guys are being touched like it's hit all of them all the senses yeah so we've had a little bit of everything when it comes to experiences up to this point that's crazy so this is where it ends right 
No, not at all. <laughs> oh my, no, no. I keep thinking like we're hitting the end of the craziness and it just keeps on going. So we're going to wrap up the episode here. I just, you know, and it's what's really weird is as you're telling these stories, I think I'm almost losing like, mm-hmm, yeah, now it's cigars, now it's this. Like, so I can understand how you guys got so used to it because even listening to these stories, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Now it's doing this. Now it's doing this. And, you know, it's kind of less shocking every single time you tell me something new because right. even though the activity has amped up so much since we started this story, it's almost like, yeah, okay. And I, I feel like it sort of gets to this point to where you're so used to it that you just sort of start living in this state of acceptance that it's going to be chaos. Right. Just Which is not that it healthy because it can wear you down a lot. Right. And that's when things start getting dangerous. Yes. So we will pick back up on the story next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Spirit Diaries. Thank you.